Thanks for downloading this podcast from RNIB Connect Radio. You're listening to The Morning Mix. Now it's that time of week again. It's time to cross all the way over to San Diego to speak to the fabulous girl gone blind, Maria Johnson. Hello. Hey, Jill. How are you? I'm good this week. How are you? I'm doing okay. Doing well. It's good to be here. It's It's been a couple of weeks and we've gotten past the new year. So I uh, love that we're back on schedule and chit-chatting again. Oh, I know. I think because of all the holidays, it's been hard for us to kind of catch up. So this is actually our first uh, interview of the year. So happy new year to you. Did you have a nice time over yeah. Christmas and New Year? Oh, yeah. The holidays were great. Um, you know, just fun family and, you know, champagne and <laughs> things of that sort. Yes, it was really, really nice. And I hope you enjoyed yours as well. Oh, yes, I have had a ball. I really have. But uh, far too much food and drink. And I really mm-hmm. am trying to kind of hit the diet hard uh, <laughs> this January. So uh, we'll see how that goes. But uh, we're not talking diets today. We're talking about social media. Now, I know that um, obviously you're big on social media because you have your blog, you're on Twitter, you're on Facebook. You know, you rely a lot on social media. Now, I dip in and out of it. So, you know, mm-hmm. I have to say for the last few months, I've barely been on social media. You've probably noticed. But, you know, I'm, I'm hoping to get back into it a little bit again. But you brought up some interesting points to me off air about um, some of the things that kind of bug you a little bit about social media. Yeah. Well, I thought this would be a great topic because I think both you and I have maybe different perspectives about using social media. Uh, Myself being cited for many, 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 many years and then losing vision, how working with social media has totally changed for me with yourself having no sight for, you know, what, almost 20 years. You can't see anything at all on social media. So I was desperate to get back on social media after I lost my sight because I was big on social media. Um, I was running some fitness classes and I was running boot camp. So I was using social media as my avenue of advertising and PR, that kind of thing. So after losing vision, I didn't know how I was ever going to get back on. Uh, I didn't know about voiceover. I didn't know any of that stuff. I didn't know what accessibility meant. You know, why would I? So It has been a complete change on getting back on social media, but I I do have to say I am back and I hit it hard. (laughs) And it is a way, like you were saying, it is a way for me to promote my blog. It's a way to promote things that I'm doing in regards to my blog. My blog was down. um, It got hacked. The domain name and the blog got hacked full of malware It was awful. So my blog was actually offline for nine days and I didn't know what to do with myself. But again, it was social media. I could let my followers and subscribers know, hey, my blog's been hacked. It's down. I'm offline. So it was another way to tell my audience, if you will, what was going on. And it had nothing to do with, you know, my personal life. And it wasn't even promoting my blog. It was just like, hey, this is what's up. I think it's really, really fun. I really, really enjoy it. But getting to what you said, (laughs) little things that kind of bother me. Well, first of all, it's when folks just post a photo 
and nothing else. You know, I can zoom in with my little bit of sight and I can try and zoom in and see what the picture is, but sometimes it's just, the picture is just too busy and too many colors and I can't tell what's going on. And they've left no clue in the status to give me a hint of what the picture is. So it's like, well, I don't know what that is. Scroll on by. And every blind and visually impaired person is going to scroll by because they can't tell what it is. So that's one of my bugs. How about you? Do you have any bugs? Do you have anything that is troublesome for you? Well, I suppose, as you were saying, when it comes to things like, you know, you you know that there's a picture there and then somebody's just put lol. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, what does that mean? Or ha ha or smiley, yeah. wobbly head, whatever. Um, and you think, you know, well, yeah. what does that actually mean? I have to say, Maria, though, I didn't get to enjoy social media before I lost my sight. So I don't know what anything looks like. I don't know what a Twitter page mm. physically looks like. I don't know what a Facebook page physically looks like I don't know how it's set out um I'm not really interested sometimes I think oh I wish I could see that picture and but I think I just scroll by because I think well I suppose I'm lucky enough to have social media you know and and get to understand a lot of it now I think if it was all just picture I mean that's why I'm not on things like Snapchat and Instagram because they're more photo based aren't mm. they so that yes. is no good to me at all uh, so I tend to stick to the likes of Facebook and I know that Facebook has you know become much better in that you know they do have inbuilt things now that will describe a photograph to a certain extent so you know my my dog Paddy he goes to like I call it puppy play school three days mm -hmm. a week and uh, when he's on there I can check out what he's doing um, usually the guy that owns the company he'll put up little posts and say something about Paddy I don't know if he's doing that for my benefit because he knows that obviously I can't see the pictures but on the pictures that will maybe say you know picture of two dogs or dog standing oh. by man or that kind of thing so you know I think it's good from that point of view I, I, I don't know maybe if I was a bit more techie geeky I would be more mm. upset about it or if I had seen physically what social media looked like I'd be frustrated by it or like you being being partially sighted to strain to see something and not quite get it must be quite frustrating as well yeah and that's the thing perhaps if I couldn't see it at all like yourself it would just there would be no question I would just have to scroll by but since I am partially sighted and I'm me, <laughs> I go, I go in, you know, I try to even see who the people are. Do I recognize the people? Can I get close enough to see who it is? That kind of thing. But going back to what you said about the little one word status, you know, oh, so adorable. And I'm like, what is it? You know, is it a koala bear or is it a baby? What, what is it? Or, oh, hear this one. When people check in at a medical center and just write x-rays <laughs> and you're like, what? Like who, what, what happened? You know? And it's like, seriously, I hate that. I absolutely hate that. And I will never, ever, ever do that. I think that's just clickbait. So those really bug me. I mean, I don't know if I'm offending anyone out there listening, but those really bug me. But let's move to what you were talking about, which was the photo description. What I do on Girl Gone Blind 
is I actually write a description of any image I post with my status. So I may have a quote, I may have just a status update, but I will always put in parentheses a couple lines down from my, you know, whatever I wrote, image is, and then I describe the image on every post. And I've actually had people thank me for that. And I've actually had people (laughs) message me and say, Hey, you didn't write the description on something because I do forget. And I'm like, wow, they really do rely on that. People who are blind or partially sighted count on that. So I really make it a point to do the descriptions. It's a little extra work. And sometimes I don't describe it very well because I can't see it very well. But sometimes I'll just write, I think it's on like a gray background. I'm not sure. (laughs) (laughs) I think trying to describe the image, I wish everybody had did that, but they're not, you know, so Facebook is great. I love it. I'm so thankful that I can be back on it for family, friends, you know, the whole thing. I actually have a personal page as well. So I do run two oh, Facebook I know. pages. And mm, <laughs> so I completely know. different. <laughs> <laughs> totally different. See, in the beginning, I only had my personal page and I was posting all this, you know, oh, blind this and partially cited that and Braille Institute this. And I went, you know, it was time to branch out and, and just have Girl Gone Blind have her own Facebook page. So I do keep them very, very separate. And, you know, a lot of people try and friend request me on my personal page that I don't know. I, you know, I don't accept a lot of them because it is just my personal page. So hopefully anyone out there listening, you can find me on Facebook at Girl Gone Blind and you can like it all you want. So anyway, and I do appreciate RNIB Connect Radio and RNIB oftentimes do promote things on my page. And I am very, very grateful for that. Now, Jill, you've been on Twitter here and there, but Twitter is more difficult. Don't you agree? I do think Twitter is a little more difficult. I mean, I started out on Twitter. I held off Facebook for oh, for mm. years. I mean, I think I was probably one of the last people of my generation to actually get on Facebook. I couldn't bear the thought of it. I think because I'd heard about so many other people living this kind of fake Facebook life. Don't get me wrong. Mm. When I first got on it, I thought, yay, I'm living my fake Facebook life. Everything's wonderful. <laughs> but then I soon kind of got bored with it. And I do kind of dip in and out of it, mostly to either read your blogs or to (laughs) look at what my paddy, my little dog's doing during the day. So, you know, I don't use it that much anymore. But I have to say, you know, when it comes to Twitter, you know, I don't tend to use that much either unless I'm trying to promote things on my show or things that I may be doing out with the radio station so I will do that but I do believe that Twitter has become more accessible photo wise for blind people and I know RNIB are kind of shouting about it at the moment they're really really behind it aren't they yeah I have seen uh, a few posts that promote that Twitter has accessibility features built into the settings. So it's really for anybody using Twitter can actually turn these settings on so that the experience on Twitter is better for people who are blind and visually impaired. It's really for anybody to turn on. It's not just for us to turn on to make things better. So I kind of checked it out the other day to make sure, you know, mine were on and, you know, I want to be, you know, inclusive and all that good stuff because some of it is for my benefit as well. One of the things that you can do is increase 
the color contrast. Well, obviously that would, you know, be for whoever is looking at Twitter. And that just increases the legibility of the text and photos, which is always good if you can roll into the big screen and check it out. The other thing, it actually has a toggle. It says to say hashtag instead of number sign. Although hashtag is a number sign, but because Twitter is very hashtag heavy, you can turn a switch on and it will say hashtag every time voiceover sees a number sign. See, that is brilliant because I know that sometimes if I'm saying no on Twitter, like does anybody know what is blah, blah, mm. blah, it sometimes comes up with number. It's uh, not K-N-O-W, yeah. it's put like either N-O or number and it can all get a little bit confusing. I have to say though, I mean, you know, I really need to sort of keep on top of my social media a bit more, particularly, you know, with the, the kind of job I do. But I am so grateful that as a blind person, I can use it. I suppose that's why I don't get as fed up at the fact that, you know, I can't see the images because I haven't been able to see images for 21 years. So, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm, it's I, yeah. I get more frustrated at people sitting, flicking through photographs because I think, oh, I want to see the photographs because I know what they I look know, like. I know, I know. And everybody's on Snapchat and everybody's on Instagram. And that is very image heavy. And, you know, I am on Instagram. I don't really push it because it's not accessible. It's really hard to, to do. And I know people who are on it all the time, blind or partially sighted or sighted, but it's just not something that I've really, really gotten into. Um, but for social media's sake, I should probably check it out. Some I check it out every now and again, but um, you know, sometimes just handling a couple different platforms it is enough. The other thing we're talking about the photos on Twitter in those settings under accessibility, it has a switch to compose image description. You can switch this on and it gives the person doing the tweet the ability to add description to the image. So somehow, somewhere, and I haven't played with it so much, there'll be a little pop-up, I believe, or something that you can add a description to your Twitter image which is a big deal, but that switch has to be turned on in your settings. And one more thing that I love about these settings is that you can flip another switch for the web browser. It opens the links in reader view. Now, you know, when you'll sometimes hear um, when you're on a website or you're, you know, clicking links, it'll say reader available. Yes. You've heard that? Yes. Okay. That is the best. I try and click on those whenever I can, because what it does is it changes the text and layout for better readability and improves the overall layout of the website. So it kind of takes away all of the advertising and all that stuff, and it will simply read right through the material that you want. Do you know, that's brilliant. I thought it was just, you know, when it said reader available, I thought it was like, you know, just get, you know, a voice will read out what's going on in the page uh, without stopping. No. Oh, wow. It actually, you just double tap on that and it actually changes the whole layout of the web page. And you just do the two finger uh, swipe down, I believe, for it to read continuously or swipe right, then fingers down. It will read right through the entire article or whatever you're looking up without all those little 
advertisements and distractions that just drive me crazy. So check it out. Try it out. It's awesome. Definitely. Well, listen, do you know something? Today has been such an education. It always is with you, Miss Maria Johnson. But uh, (laughs) talking of uh, checking things out, if people want to check out your blog, uh, what is the best way to do so? They can find my blog at girlgoneblind.com. And there is a reader available on my website. (laughs) They can find me on Facebook at girlgoneblind and on Twitter at girl underscore gone underscore blind. Well, listen, Maria, thank you so much for talking to us today. It's always a pleasure to chat to you. And uh, as I said earlier, a very happy new year to a great one to start off with. And uh, we shall speak to you again next week here on The Morning Mix. Thank you, Jill. We'll talk to you next week. Happy new year. (laughs) Thanks for downloading this podcast from RNIB Connect Radio. 